0: It was just poor timing is all. That's fine. It's always good timing when we got our buddy Daryl Ryder. And Daryl Ryder, of course, brought to you by, sponsored by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. And these special reports from the Green Buyer brought to you by Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram of Willoughby. Daryl Ryder joining us here on the fan. Hello, Daryl.
1: Hey, Jonathan. How are you, bud?
0: I'm good. How is West Virginia treating you? Uh, It is a
1: beautiful country down here. Let me tell you, Uh, it is fantastic. And guess what Daryl is doing tomorrow on his day off?
0: Oh, you're not coming on with me later on at night? Well, there's that, but um, I'm going to the bunker.
1: I was able to weasel my way into the bunker. I'm going tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 1130 a.m. What's the bunker? The bunk. Well, so you don't know the bunker? I don't know the bunker. Oh, you are not a history buff.
0: Oh, apparently. no, no. So I, so I so check the... off a lot, of, uh, a lot of boxes when oh. it comes to being like a, like a, a guy's guy. Okay. I drink scotch. Oh. I like golf, but I don't do history as well.
1: So the bunker at the Greenbrier is the told, was the Cold War era de facto emergency shelter for Congress. And other principal parts of the United States government in the event of a nuclear attack. Mm. And it was built underneath the Greenbrier. And so tomorrow I will be going to check it out. I am not permitted to take any photos. The only thing I'm allowed to take is basically myself fully clothed (laughs) and my wallet and car keys. No cell phones. No electronics of any kind. Like this is, yeah, this is this is this is this is big. This is this is huge.
0: This is monumental. Wow. This is the hi- this is the highlight of the trip. Are you getting a special access thing? Or are you doing the forty-seven dollars per person for ninety minutes? Oh, you just looked up how much it cost to tour. <laughs> yeah, forty-seven dollars per person. And it's seven, it's going to be forty-seven dollars.
1: Well spent.
0: I'm excited that you're excited. I think this is great. Oh, I, 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 I'm an American history. Uh, well,
1: not just American history, but I, I, am, a, I, I am a history geek. Uh, and I can't wait to see this thing. Because think about it. Like, th- it was built to protect vital uh, portions of, the, to, to maintain the continuity of government in the event of uh, a nuclear attack uh similar to remember uh when nine eleven happened right they were uh going through the emergency protocols to evacuate Congress from the capitol uh in the wake of those attacks and uh and whatnot but yeah th- so th- this facility was built specifically uh for that purpose, and the only reason it's uh um, you know not going to g- not continually used is because the Washington Post outed it. In the 1990s, and so it just they, the government was like, "Oh, nothing we can do now." as well just declassify it, and yeah, so that's that's
0: what they're all going to do on this day off. I wonder if it's like when you go tour like the you know like Elvis's plane, and it just has a bunch of really uh, awesome things from 50 <laughs> years ago, and that's about it. You no. know what I mean? Like is, is, well, is, is...
1: So the green walking into the green bar, it is like walking into the White House and Buckingham Palace. Um, Joel Batonio said it. uh, perfectly uh in the the interview that I did with him uh yesterday for uh the the podcast and also uh, the videos on the our, our station youtube channel um you know he he, he talked about it was like walking into his great grandma's house like the the the, <laughs> the, the core of uh, the, the greenbrier um so not only is uh Joel betonio a, a a a pro bowler and an all pro but now he is i guess a pro bowl all pro interior
0: designer wow well i mean never no one ever forgets what the grandma's <laughs> house looks like you know what i mean like
1: we no, all it burned it it is seared into your memory yes, Yeah. it
0: is yeah we all got it down there's no doubt about that i'm i'm fascinated now i'm watching a video uh that says the the secret cold war bunker and it goes all deep but you're going to, to give me the full report on whether or not you think wow. this thing was worth whatever amount of money they spent and i'm uh, sure it's going to hmm. be worth millions upon millions oh I, i'm
1: gonna tell you right now man <laughs> I'm just hoping they don't lock me into things. thing.
0: <laughs> well, that'd make history. You know, that that would make history. I right, this is cool. I don't get into things like that often. So, all right. So, anyway, so that's so you have that going on. Do you get? Wait, are you? Are you want to like golf or do any of the the fun activities that they have? Or, yeah. or is that yeah, one of those things you know, that's uh, not really for you guys?
1: Yeah, well, no, uh, there's there is a group that's uh, going golfing tomorrow. Uh, I, I apparently booked my uh, bunker visit uh, without consulting them. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff now. Even like you know the players, uh, the, the things that they're going to be able to do, and uh, you know there's like whitewater rafting here. There's skeet shooting. <laughs> Joel was joking today uh, about how he's going to leave that to Wyatt, Teller. and <laughs> the boys. Yeah. Um, you know there's gun ranges there's like a jeep uh a, a jeep course where you can drive jeeps up and down the mountains um it, yeah it it is it is beautiful country down here there's no and it's like literally in the middle of nowhere as well that's why the uh united states government was going to sur- uh, survive in the uh the mountains of west virginia
0: yeah do do the players do they stand out or is this like is it, this is functioning with a bunch of other guests right it's not it's not all yeah. locked down to them right no, it's not locked down to them. No. Yeah, so they're just you. You could be like a, a just some rich family from Connecticut taking your yearly trip to the Greenbrier, and then everywhere mm-hmm. you turn is just Browns players.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, well, I don't maybe after seven o'clock at night because uh, you know the players are occupied for twelve hours a day, seven a.m. to seven p.m. with uh, meetings and and, and and organizational activities and things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, they, yeah, if you were uh, hanging out at the Greenbrier, there's a chance you might run into a Brown or two or three or fifty-three or ninety of them.
0: No, oh, that's very cool. I I like it. I just, does it feel like people are bonding? Does it feel like the the trip is worthwhile at this point, or is it too hard to tell?
1: I, I yeah, I mean, I can't speak to that. I I I, I honestly don't know how to evaluate bonding when you know, watching a. I didn't know. A, if you, uh, I didn't know. If, like
0: driving by, you watched uh, Wyatt teller do a trust fall or something, and you're like bonding. Yeah. There it is.
1: Yeah, no, we oh, we no. haven't seen any trust. We have not seen any trust falls. Uh, we have not seen any trust falls on the, on the practice field, but we did, see, we did see someone shove a player to the ground. Really? Uh, inadvertently, it was oh. an accident. It was after a catch, defender got, you know, you know lost their balance and, you know, forced a habit. And, uh, and you just heard, you know, stay up, stay up, stay up. It's just a reminder, you know. To, but uh, we, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, that's when training camp's going to get real.
0: Okay. Uh, let me ask you, before we get to Miles and some of the other things, you know, Todd Ward one. You know, you know Todd. He calls a lot. And, and Todd asked a question last night. I didn't have a good answer for it, but you're very big into the, the stadium, so I figured you'd have a good answer. I said I'd ask you. Uh, he okay. asked, he asked, outside of the lakefront, he said, what suburbs and where do you feel like they would put a stadium if the lakefront doesn't win out? And honestly, I hadn't thought about it enough, Daryl. I, I didn't have a yeah, good yeah, I have.
1: I have. Uh, I would put it in Ideally, and I I've not done any like actual like Google Map studies, uh, but you know the seventy seven four eighty area there might not be the worst idea out by the airport seventy. Actually, the the best spot would be right by the airport uh, seventy one is right there. The RCA yeah. line runs right through my neighborhood, so that infrastructure is already in place, and does, there's not a lot of uh, infrastructural change that we need to uh, take place there.
0: Um,
1: but, you know, put it in Richfield, right? Put it where the Coliseum was, I guess. I don't know. But um, I the more and more I dig deeper and deeper into the stadium situation, the more I don't like them on the lakefront. And really? um, I, I've been having some conversations with, 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 with some folks with the Browns, uh, basically explaining myself, saying, you know, hey, just because I say certain things, that doesn't mean I'm against your efforts because they they need it the stadium needs address there's no question about it it's not economically viable with the modern national football league going forward um it wasn't built well to begin with um is it worth sinking 1 to 1.2 billion dollars into a building that you're still going to be able to use the exact same number of days that you're using it now with the maybe the difference being that you have more indoor party space right you're not going to be able to use the bowl and you know the, the the stadium bowl anymore than you're using it now because you're going to maintain the grass uh if you put in turf well then we can have a different conversation about that and they are steadfast that they're going to you know maintain the grass surface um so yeah i just the more i think about it dome is the way to go that's what they need to do that's what they should do um I, i've had conversations with folks inside the organization about. They just should go right to the city and say, you know what, let's scrap this uh, land bridge thing. Uh, let's go ahead and scrap the, uh, the, the the stadium remodel and let's get to work and spend the next four years on putting together the plan to build a brand new dome stadium for this football team in a public uh, private uh, style partnership. But, um, you know, the, the Haslam's are insistent that they do want to stay on the lakefront. They view that stadium as an opportunity. See, this isn't just about the stadium for the Haslams either. Uh, I, I thought Dee Haslam articulated it very well yesterday when she said, "Lakefront development has to happen with or without our stadium." Yeah, it's true. The city, the city, like She's the right. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has been on the lakefront since 1994, and there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. There's the Great Lake Science Center, there's a stadium, and a small restaurant on the pier by Voinovich Park. That's it, it is not a tourist destination and it should be. It is a major, major fail on the part of the politicians, on the part of developers, on the part of regional leaders that this hasn't been done yet. We are still having the same conversations that we had in the 1980s and 1990s and nothing has been done. And unfortunately our region we have some really, really great people in our region, no question about it. But from a political standpoint, I just I feel like there's no uh, progressive vision and there's no execution. I, have, I am a believer if the lakefront development gets done, the only way it happens is if the Haslam's just do it themselves, which from my, my understanding is they're not prepared to do. So uh, the land bridge right now is on hold. The state funding isn't going to be there right now this time around. So maybe the next time they do a state budget, they can get it done. But I just, it's, it's, this is going to be very, very complicated. And I think Jimmy Haslam foreshadowed what could be a very difficult process with his comments yesterday.
0: Miles Garrett responded to Malik Jackson's criticism of his leadership. Did you like how Miles handled it?
1: I thought it was perfect. It was very, very professionally put. Um, did not. Uh, you know, he just said, Hey, I have a lot of respect for him when he was here. He's a good player. He was a good teammate, you know, nothing but love, nothing but respect. Just maybe my leadership style didn't, uh, you know, didn't suit his liking. And that's okay. That happens. So, uh, yeah, I thought miles handled that situation very, very well. And you know what? That's a sign of leadership.
0: Yeah. True. Uh, any latest news on, um, Amari Cooper?
1: Yeah, it's still day to day, like the rest of us. Um, yeah. uh, there's, you know, minor injury. Look, I mean, he's out there doing the the side stuff. So um, yeah, they're just going to take it real easy with him. They don't play a meaningful football game until September 10th, and, and you know what you have in Amari Cooper. So who really cares if he practices in training camp? That's really how I feel. Like, you know, is, is it really worth, um, you know, rushing him back so we, you know, re-aggravate something or what? That just like I said, and you're going to you're going to play. First of all. Nobody's playing in the Hall of Fame game that matters. Nobody's playing in the Eagles game that matters, okay? Um, so that's two preseasons out. Uh, they're probably going to do literally one preseason game where anyone that matters will actually see the field. So, yeah, there, there's, there's no reason right now for Browns fans to sweat.
0: Daryl, enjoy the bunker. I mean it. I hope you have a great time. I and will. We'll talk to you tomorrow night with a recap, okay? I, r- I really hope they don't accidentally lock me in. That could be very <laughs> problematic for
1: me.
0: That would be problematic. <laughs> Enjoy it, Daryl. Thank you so much. You bet, Take care, bud. All right, good stuff right there with Daryl. And, of course, Daryl, as always, sponsored by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. And these special reports from the Greenbrier are brought to you by Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram of Willoughby. We come on back. we got to talk about the Guardians. You'll hear from Tito and Savali and everyone attached to this game. Guardians.